call from the United States of America. Hi, you have reached the Decahedron RPG cast feedback line. Just start talking at the sign of the tone. Hi guys, Jason here, driving to work, going in a little bit late, working late tonight, but I just listened to episode 50, Gold, great episodes, great ideas in there. Um, yeah, I'm, mind you, because of when I came in, you know, AD&D, first edition, so with D&D, I want it to be a gold standard, I want it to be a tenth of a pound for each coin, I want it to be gold for XP. Although the third model that you guys kind of skipped over was the idea of challenge-based experience points where you could experience for overcoming the challenge. So you could still go empty the vault and get the experience points without killing everything. If, you know, the goal was loot the vault, then if you succeed in the goal, you get all the, you know, you get X amount of experience. If you partially succeed, you get a part of that experience. So that's an option, too. The coins that always grabbed my attention when I was a kid, because I had never seen it before, because I was a kid and we didn't have the Internet, was Palladium Fantasy Role-Playing Game had the coins that had a hole in the center so you could put a string through them so you could have all your coinage on a string and carry it. I know real-world cultures do that. I just didn't know that at the time, and I thought that was so cool. So I really that really captured my imagination. Speaking of capturing my imagination, I will give you a separate call with my favorite role-playing book for your contest. I just need to think on it for a little bit. So take care. Keep up the great work. Talk to you soon. Hey, everyone. That is Jason from the Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Hey, Jason, thank you for that call. A couple things you mentioned. You talked about all the basic AD&D norms. Yes, when I'm playing a D&D game, I like those to be like that. But when I'm playing non-D&D, I'll let them be anything. They, as long as they match the game world. GURPS had a neat little sidebar about how much a coin should weigh. And as with all things GURPS, it says, hey, it's up to the GM. But then it gave the fantasy equivalent of D&D, and it said, like, if you're being historically accurate, you could carry a king's ransom in a backpack, which is good, which is fun. But if you do that, that takes a lot of the challenge out of the game. As with all things gaming, it's a balancing act between fun and realism and the feel that you're trying to get out of the game and what individual people like, because people are different and everyone likes something different. Anyway, uh, the other thing you said was challenge-based XP. Yeah, that's an option. Yeah, the only reason I didn't talk about it was that the episode was about gold, and so it wasn't about different ways to do experience. In Lucky 7, I'm pausing here because... I know I said this when we were recording, but I don't know if I cut it out or not because, again, it didn't apply. So I'll say it here again. Anyway, in Lucky 7, what I do is Lucky 7 has a very reduced number of XP that you need to level up pretty much. It's five or so. Yeah, it changes based on the level you're trying to go to type stuff, but it's five or so. What it is, is you get an XP for those things that I want you to try to be doing. So if I'm playing a dungeon fantasy type game, you get an XP for finding a treasure while I'm bringing that home. And actually the way it's written, this has a significant treasure. So if you're a first level character and you find a hundred gold, that would be a significant treasure. But if you're a 10th level character and you find a hundred gold, I would say that's not significant. So you want to get the XP for that. But all you get is one XP. Uh, you get another one for exploring a new place and another one for being in a combat. Like I said, that's for the dungeon fantasy feel. When I'm not doing that to sell game, like if I'm doing a space fantasy game, I would just make it 
a very arbitrary, you know, one to three XP per night, depending how well you did, air quotes, because, you know, that changes. I think that covers everything. Thanks for that call, Jason. Hi, this is Dustin. I'm only calling in because I was threatened with having my feedback read by a terrible robot voice, and I did not want that. So here I am. Uh, also, this is a few weeks worth of feedback because I'm lazy. Some thoughts about the, the gender episode. Like Joe, I usually play female characters in video games for all the same reasons. But thinking back, I realized that wasn't true for a tabletop, and I usually play, play male characters there. Um, but at least for me, sometimes the image you've got in your head of character just ends up being nothing like you. Um, I played in a Savage World game of yours a while back, Joe, and as you know, the character I built ended up being a 10-year-old girl, and she would stumble up to the bad guys, sobbing loudly, and when they went to see if she was okay, she'd chop their faces clean off, because I stacked basically everything in combat, and it was awesome, and I'm sad that the campaign didn't last very long, but anyway, I feel like gender is just one attribute that contributes to a cohesive character, Um, and as far as being able to convincingly play the other gender that seems weird to me i mean you've got a got a backstory and a personality and you're role-playing that and you could be playing some dainty mage that's worried about getting his fancy boots muddy just as easily as you could be playing a gruff female Conan the barbarian i mean people are just people right um the only difference would be if the game requires you to pull out all your bits and make use of them and that's not the same kind of game i'd be playing anyway so um, another thing, the, uh, the feedback episodes, something about the tone of the beep used before and after voice feedbacks always strikes me as a sensor bleep for some reason. And, uh, every time it happens for a few seconds until my brain catches up, I'm wondering why they suddenly decided to toss in a single completely unwarranted curse word. So unless you change your tone, I'm going to end all future feedback in a way that totally abuses it. And if you don't like that, you can eat a bag of Hey, Dustin. Thanks for that feedback. Sorry, I'm still laughing at your ending there. Um, three notes I wrote down. One is about the terrible robot voice. I would like to do a good robot voice. I'm just cheap. Actually, I would like to hire a person to actually read them for me, and I would do it, but my turnaround times are kind of quick. And again, I'm cheap. I still think it works out better than me reading and then me replying. It, the, the break in the voice is good. So that's why I'm using the terrible robot voices. Although since I've started, people have stopped writing in. And more of you and Sam have both called. So I'm calling that a win. As for gender, there are 10-year-old girl reminds me of one of my characters, one I didn't mention. When I play supers, I have kind of a reverse Hulk character. I made this one long before I met you. And... The character is a woman who was abused as a child, and so a friendly yet mad scientist doctor uh, who was treating her gave her an injection of something that she thought would help her fight back against her abuser. But sadly, it didn't take effect until her adult life. And so what happens is when she hulks out as an adult, she actually turns back into the form she was back then, but she has superpowers and there's a lapse of memory, just like Bruce Banner doesn't remember what Hulk does. There's all that stuff. Yeah, that's my supers character. As for people are people, yeah, that's what I was saying, right? When when James was saying, I don't understand women, and one of our callers, uh, I think it was Evil Jeff. Um, yeah, I... I don't get why people think that people of the opposite gender think differently. I, Like you said, people are people. I'm 100% with you there. And as for the beeps, the beeps are different. Uh, I use 825 hertz for the answering machine beep, which, based on my research, sounded like the right 
tone to me. <laughs> and I use a one kilohertz beep for the sensor beep. So they are different. And here, I'll play them right now. Here is the answering machine beep. And here is the sensor beep. See, they are different. Oh, and again, I did research what a sensor beep should be. Before the first time I used it, one kilohertz seems to be the standard. Uh, they are different. The only thing is you don't get to hear them both in every show. The only problem with ending your messages like that is I don't do a beep between the end of the message and me talking. I do the beep when I stop talking before the next message. So instead of ending your voicemail with something that will sound like it's being beeped, you actually need to begin it that way. Uh, thanks a lot for the feedback. Hey, this is Jason. Just listened to episode 51 feedback. Great episode. Yeah, sometimes episodes need to go a little long to get everything in there, and that's okay. Balancing feedback to episodes can be tough. I'm looking forward to your upcoming episodes, some great, great topics. I am really interested in your ideas on crits and fumbles, but I know I need to wait a little bit for that. But I, I definitely have thoughts, but I, w I won't give them to you ahead of time. I'll, I'll wait and see what you have to say so I don't derail your conversation. Anyhow, keep up the great work. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, Jason. Thanks for that feedback. Yeah, just a lot of kind words there. I thank you for them. As for derailing the episodes, you wouldn't derail it because I don't announce what the topic is until it's already been recorded. But it's kind of weird to respond to it before we say it. So I appreciate you holding off on the thought. But other than that, like I said, that was just a bunch of kind words, not a lot to respond to other than thanks. And I will give a plug for your show. I already said that Jason is the host of the Nerds RPG Variety Cast. It's a great show mixing media and gaming together. One of my favorite shows out there. Do give it a listen. Again, that's the Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Thanks, Jason. That's all the feedback we have this week. Nothing else to respond to. Please, if you like our show, if you don't like our show, send us some feedback. Not only that, during the month of May, if you call in and let us know what your favorite RPG book is, I prefer a non-rule book, but if it's a rule book, yeah, that's fine. Anyway, you call in, you let us know, you'll be entered into a drawing. We'll be pulling one name at random and giving away a copy of Through Dungeons Deep, a neat little 1980s book about how to game. We'll be picking one lucky winner. We'll send them the book. Again, don't worry if you don't live near here. I will bite the cost for the postage if you happen to win. Yeah, other than that, I changed my recording setup this week a little bit. I've been using Audacity to record my solo episodes, and it's been recording at really low levels, and then I have to boost it up later. I looked everything up. It looked like everything was set up fine. It's just like it has this built-in condenser or something that was cranking the voice level down. But And then when I boost it up, you know, get some distortion stuff in there. So I'm just using the normal Microsoft Windows sound recorder this week. We'll see how that goes. If I don't like it, I have another program I actually paid for years ago. It was made by Sony. I really use it for video editing, but it has an audio application too. And if that still doesn't work, I'll look for something else. I almost actually just recorded this on my Zoom F1 recorder. Next week's episode, uh, Wednesday, this is going out Friday, so like five days from now, that episode is going to be about, oh, it's going to be the one that Jason was just talking about. It's going to be about crits and fumbles. And then the week after that, we're going to be reviewing Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves, the 2023 motion picture. That's our plan. Again, if you like us, if you hate us, whatever you want, send us feedback. All the ways are in the outro music. They're in the show notes. Thanks. And until next week, bye. 
We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Decahedron RPG Cast. We'd love to hear from you. You can leave us a voice message by calling 562-774-2278. That's 562-RPG-CAST. Or by visiting sayhi.chat slash decahedron. You can also email us at feedback at decahedron.com. Links are in the show notes. For more information, visit decahedron.com. Remember that Decahedron is spelled with a K. Music is by Kevin McLeod. Logos by Design Cat. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep those dice rolling.